0: My Life Now is a half-hour podcast show which regularly features reviews of new releases and all-time classics of both traditionally published and self-published books.
1: Tune in for special guest interviews and, of course, helpful tips to not only write your next book, but also to help market it.
0: My Life Now is most often referred to as a great way for authors to get quality exposure and avid readers to discover their next read.
1: Without further delay, here's another stimulating episode of My Life Now. Once again, I'm your co-host, Dallas Montague, and here in the studio today, we have another amazing guest, Alison Marks. Allison, how are you today? It's so great to have you.
0: I am good, and thank you so much, Dallas, for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here.
1: Absolutely. Truth be told, we have been playing phone tag for the last week to get this interview under wraps to get it taken care of. And we are finally (laughs) here and we're ready to hear about your book, Hashtag The List, Waiting for Your Soulmate in a World of Unlimited Possibilities. And hearing that second part in a world of unlimited possibilities, I mean, come on, we're in 2021 post-COVID. Some people are still in that COVID crisis right now, but can you just jump into that before we get into anything else? What is the end of that title mean to you?
0: The end of the title that in the world of unlimited possibility. Yeah. So for me, I believe that God has designed a perfectly imperfect person for each one of us. And so the, the idea behind my book is to narrow down the odds and um, really spend our time with people who um, match up to those things that God desires for us to have in our life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in 2021, there's so much stuff happening in our world. Some people aren't even thinking about relationships, but then you add in relationships as well. I mean, there are so many opportunities, so many possibilities there. And so your book today, we're going to talk about it, The List, creating a list to find that future spouse, that future soulmate. And so we'll get into that in a second. But before we do, can you share a little bit about your personal testimony, Allison? Just give our listeners a little bit why you're a Christian today why you're still a believer, how you met Christ, just some questions like that.
0: Okay, so my childhood was interesting, to say the least. Um, My parents weren't always the greatest, but they always encouraged us to go to church. (laughs) They showed us what it meant to love the unlovable and to give out of our lack. Um, But I'd have to say that my personal come to Jesus moment was at an Acquire the fire Youth Conference. Um, they had started talking about missions and it just ignited this passion inside of me. But then they got to the age requirement and you had to be 12 to go on a trip with them. And I was only 11. (laughs) So the smarty pants that I was filled out the little form, wrote down that I was 12 and (laughs) knew I was going to get away with it. Yeah. Wow. But the thing is by the time um, it came to meet with a representative, or the mission field, I was so convicted. Like I got back there and they said, Hey, Allie, how are you? You know, let's talk about this. And I just broke down in tears. And I was like, okay, well, I really want to go to missions trips, but you have to be 12, <laughs> but I'm only 11. And I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. And so we talked about that and the representative prayed with me. And that's really when I made a conscious decision to follow Christ. Um, For me, life was a game of surviving. I spent a lot of time homeless as a child in and out of foster care. Around age 12, Mm -hmm. I was out on my own, Um, just kind of bounced around from home to home with friends and families of friends until they got tired of me and then I'd go somewhere else. But somehow I always knew that God had my back. Um, I was going through some stuff, some tough stuff. And I had a youth pastor, Jim Neighbors, who said, Allie, I can't tell you why all of this is happening to you, but I can promise you God has a plan for everything and he's got this. So in my life, I've just clung to those words. I've used them many times myself when working in youth ministry and women's ministry. But um, the biggest difference the biggest change in my life, I guess, would have to be going from a victim to victor mentality. Mm, I've been through some mess. Yeah, it is. It is. Our mindset really makes all the difference in the outcome and where we go. So I am thankful for all that good, bad, and ugly stuff that happened, um, because all of it working together is um, is what's created who I am and what God uses to enable me to relate and minister to others. So um, once for me, and why am I still a Christian today, once I've experienced something so real and so true, there's no denying it mm-hmm. and no turning back. And so um, God is very real to me, and he's been a very um, real and present thing in my life.
1: Amen. I'm glad that, that you had that moment when you came to the Lord and he really changed your life because that's a it's so important. It's so important. And when you continue to have it as well. It Was You by Rod Sliwa, a story of war, friendship, and loss. An unexpected ending reveals what was in front of you the whole time. The story will take you to a different place and give you a glimpse of what it was like to grow up in times of war. Get your copy today on Amazon. Do you need a practical guide to effectively help your child through a reading struggle? 12 Tips for Parents with Struggling Readers provides tips, practical strategies, and indicators of common reading problems for students. These can be implemented during homework, homeschooling, and supplemental activities. Susan Risha is a state-certified reading, special education, and elementary education teacher with 16 years of teaching experience in both traditional and alternative settings. Purchase 12 Tips for Parents with Struggling Readers on Amazon today. And so, Allison, I have a few other questions for you about your book. And so you are an author, a life coach, a motivational speaker, and you have so many other hats that you wear. And so how did all of this in your life inspire the writing of this book?
0: Um, so it all started with a list. My decision to create the list was inspired by my desire to no longer settle for good enough, but instead wait on God's absolute best for my life. Um, I had a habit of just, you know, taking what life's thrown at me and saying, well, this isn't exactly what I feel like God wants for me, but it'll work. Um, and the book came after meeting a man who surprisingly stepped up to the challenge of making his own list mm. and us exchanging them to see where it would go. So for me, it was an inspirational journey that changed my life. And I hope it changes the lives of many others as well.
1: Wow. It's so good whenever that story impacts your own life, then you can write it into a book to help other people as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so
1: you keep you keep saying the list. And so share with us the idea of the list. What is this and how does it align with the Bible and your Christian walk?
0: Okay, so the list is 20 things. Um, 10 things that I'm not willing to compromise on. My morals, my values, my beliefs, things that are important to me. That I'm not willing to um, let slide, and um, the last ten are ten things that I would like in a partner that could be flexible on, uh, because I feel like those ten things are important. Because if they don't match up to anything on those ten things, mm-hmm. that might be good to know. But there might be things such as not being a cat person. Um, okay, well that you know is it allergies? Is it whatever? So. Um, In each chapter of the book, there are four sections. There's the back it up, which is the scripture reference, the message, which is the point behind that chapter um, and breaking down the scripture message. Then there's a personal story, which is how the message relates to me on a personal level. And the last section is food for thought, which asks the reader um, thought-provoking questions with the space provided to write in an answer. So I believe that God created Eve for Adam from his rib and he knew exactly the partner he would need and designed her to be just that.
1: Hmm. Wow. Very cool. And I like this. You said that a man stepped up to the plate and created his own list. Do you have a little bit more information about that as well and what that looked like?
0: (laughs) Okay. So um, this guy had um, expressed interest a few times, but I was at a point in life, I was just like, so I had already created my list, and I was like, "I'm not interested, no, thank you." whatever." Well, we ended up having a photo shoot together, and I got to know this guy a little more, and we actually talked about my list at that photo shoot. Um, and wow. he okay, out
1: real quick. Me. what does that look like to bring up the list? Because that's not something common that everybody in the world has, right? And so how did that conversation oh, wow. happen?
0: Um, okay, let me think about it. So we're, we're on the shoot, and um, I don't know. I guess I think it was just casual conversation, talking about different things. He used to be a children's pastor, and so um, and we had worked previously together on a in a play. That's actually where we had first met, and so um, I knew a little bit about him. He knew a little bit about, bit about me, and I think it was just casual conversation. Um, Again, he had expressed interest prior to and I had made a point that I was not going to date anyone who did not match up to this list. And honestly, I wasn't sure that anyone ever would or even come close like this was my impossible list. This guy doesn't exist mm-hmm. <laughs> type of thing. And so we we had that conversation and. um He'd reached out to me again after the photo shoot and I was like, tell you what, you create a list and if you create a list, we'll exchange them and see where it goes from there. And to my surprise, he was like, I already started making a list after I talked with you. (laughs) And um, so we did that. We, uh, We exchanged lists and I was blown away at... Just his passion and his heart and his love of God and the things that he wanted in his life. Um, And so we took it to the next step after that.
1: Thank you for sharing that a little bit. Talking about the list. So in this ever-changing world that we live in, and like we mentioned in the beginning, crazy things are happening in our world and they're continuing to get crazier and crazier. And so why is it important to create a list and to have those unwavering moral things in your life? Like you were mentioning.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Many of us have at least an idea of what we're looking for in a partner. We may have a tentative list running in our heads of what we want and thinking, okay, well, this guy needs to be on the same social level as me. This guy needs to be whatever, love sports, whatever. Um, But I say tentative because when it's only in our heads, it's easy to find the gray area and compromise on things that are truly important to us. God already knows the desires of our hearts and he knows the good things that he has in store for us. So the importance of writing the list down on paper is meant to help keep us on track and remind us to wait on God's best and not settle for anything else. It's important to know what we want and what we don't and what we'll settle for and what we won't. And I feel like by having it written down and black and white in front of you, prayed through, said, okay, I know this is what God wants for my life. Um, it's not as easy to find that gray area and compromise on things that are important to us. Yeah.
1: And so, Allison, are you married? Just a personal question with that.
0: I am not married. (laughs) No, not not married.
1: So you are currently in the list right now.
0: Yes, I I am currently using the list. I, I actually recently told someone Um, and this might sound silly, but I recently told someone that I would not date anyone who had not worked through my book. Um,
1: There you go. There you go. um, That's a great.
0: I I feel so strongly (laughs) about just seeking God's desire, Mm -hmm. um, for our lives that I I want someone who's like, yes, I want what God wants for me.
1: And I asked that question because what a better person to come from. What a better book to read than a person who's in it right now, experiencing it, using it in their own life. You know, that's where I'm coming from with that question.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And so all those people out there who who need to create a list, or maybe they have created a list in their own type of way, you can talk to them right now. And so what would be your best piece of advice for them? Creating their own list or things they should add, things they should stay away from.
0: Um, Well, there's two major things, I think, that are important when creating a list. And the first one is don't rush it. Um, Creating a list took time, prayer, self-discovery, a lot of things before it was finalized. I wanted to be sure that my list just wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to make sure my list lined up with God's desires for my life. Um, And the second thing is when it comes to what you put on there and what you don't, it's important that you don't let your emotions or current situation drive your list. Don't think about your crush while making your list. (laughs) It's going to be easy to get distracted and you may find that your list lines right up with your crush. It's amazing. It fits perfectly. I don't
1: understand.
0: yeah, it's like, wow, this guy is exactly what I have on my list. But if, if that's what you're mm-hmm. processing when you're doing this. So, you know, it may be what you want, but it may not be what God has mm-hmm. in mind for you. And so um, I'm not going to say how long it took me to make my list because I don't want I don't want people to put a time limit on it. But it was not just a few days. It was a process of um prayer and fasting and just trusting God to show me. The things that he wanted for my life. I like the
1: part where you say prayer and fasting. It's not just you creating a list out of your own will and your own thoughts. No, you prayed through it. And that's so important because you're not taking on your ways or your thoughts. You're taking on God's ways and God's thoughts. And that's what we need when looking for a relationship because we don't always know what we need. We might think we know what we want, but we don't always know what we need. And from my personal experience, I'm married almost a year now here in a few days is a year.
0: Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you. My wife is Brazilian. We're from different cultures, different backgrounds. We grew up completely different lives. And I never would have guessed that I would have a wife whose first language is not English. Never would have guessed that my wife would be from a different country, all of these things. But God knew what I needed, you know. And of course, I did not make a list myself. But of course, all those things that I wanted lined up perfectly with what God had for me as well. And so, like you say, I mean, God's ways are better. <laughs> I couldn't have picked it better myself. So I'm so thankful.
0: His ways are always better, and they are. Um, they I are. even I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Sometimes things will happen, and it's like, God, what is going on here? But then, you know, later down the road, and, and maybe not, something will happen, and I'm like, Oh, I get it. This is why <laughs> <laughs> that happened, and um. It's just, it's so important that we we trust in him and trust in his timing and know that he has a plan for us.
1: And you mentioned it, the greatest mistakes. You said one of those mistakes that people make is thinking of their crush when creating the list. Thank you for mentioning that for our listeners, but do you have any other mistakes (laughs) that people make or things they should avoid when looking for their future mate, not just only making this list?
0: Um, I, I feel like some of the greatest mistakes that we can make... Are not seeing our own worth or the opposite and thinking too highly of ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes we can feel not good enough for someone or something, or we think we only deserve the best and have these unrealistic expectations. Um, so it's important to know your worth, know your value, know that you are mm-hmm. a child of God and that makes you royalty. <laughs> um, yeah. Number two would be rushing things. Again, Um, deciding what we want and we want it right now rather than waiting on God's timing. Just um, it's hard to be patient. Sometimes we have Valentine's day right around the corner and it's hard to um, sometimes think, Oh, I'm alone again, but you're only alone again until God matches you with that perfectly imperfect person. And number three would be expecting perfection from either ourselves or from others. Um, The goal is not to find the perfect person. The goal is to find the perfectly imperfect person who through Christ we are complete. So those would probably be some of the biggest mistakes I see is, um, yeah, not seeing our own worth or thinking too highly, rushing things or expecting perfection from ourselves or from others.
1: On the last podcast that we had, I quoted my wife because um, actually our last podcast was talking about relationships as well, but not in the same way that you are. It's different. But with what my wife continues to say is that you are already a bride of Christ right now. Yes. And so you're yes. waiting to be a bride. Oh, I want to be a bride. I'm I'm wishing, I'm hoping, but you're already a bride. Be prepared now. You know, you don't have to wait to be a bride. You are. And that's so cool. and. I hope she continues to share that because it's so powerful for for men and women. Because I am a man and I am also a bride of Christ, and so it's so important for people to understand that. Hoping for their future spouse to come, be prepared now.
0: Yes, yes, it is extremely important to remember that, and I I love that that be prepared now. You are a bride of Christ. Um, you know, don't wait until you meet someone and think, "Oh, I got to figure this out."
1: Mm-hmm. I got to be better. I got to change. Like, No, be be changed today. Yes, always like, no be the, the best wait.
0: version of yourself. Always strive right. Very good. to be more Christ-like and, and to lead a life that is pleasing to Him.
1: And Allison, where can we find this book?
0: Um, you can find this book on my website, which is just beperfectlyimperfect.org slash books or slash shop. Um, But you can also find it on Amazon. Um, You just put in Allison Marks hashtag the list. And it's it's actually like the little pound symbol. Um, And then the list is run together. I found out that if you don't put it in exactly like that, then it may or may not come up with what you're looking for. Um, So right now Mm -hmm. it's for sale on my website and it is for sale on Amazon.
1: Okay, great. And that is again by searching hashtag the list. Waiting for a soulmate in a world of unlimited possibility. Yes. And I believe you can also type in Allison Marks and you can also find it that way too, right?
0: Right. And it's A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-M-A-R-X. So sometimes um people get the spelling wrong on that. So yes, that's another way to find it.
1: <laughs> and also for our listeners, I will put this link below as well. If you if you don't search it, click on the link because it's there. So Allison, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners today about this book?
0: I hope and pray that all those who get the book, work through the book, will really um, pray about it, do some fasting, think about what God's plans are for your life, and um, always be the best you that you can be.
1: Well, Allison, thank you so much for being here today. And if I can have you end the podcast with a prayer, I would really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Lord, I just want to thank you for today. And I want to thank you for all the listeners on the show and for the opportunity to share my book, hashtag the list with them. I pray that you minister to every heart, that you guide their footsteps, give them wisdom in every decision they make, whether that's work, whether that's home, whether that's Um, searching for a future spouse, Lord. I just ask that you bless Dallas and his wife um, in their ministry over in Brazil and um, give us all the strength to wait on your absolute best for our lives instead of settling for good enough. Thank you, God, for everything you are and everything you do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and supporting another episode of My Life Now. Please remember
1: to subscribe to our podcast show and share it with a friend.
0: Together, we can keep the message of these books alive.
1: Until we turn the next page together, stay classy.